This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by Reddit user, deleted user. The title of this story is Work Friends. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. So basically, they take the players with the best home run ratings of the season and have them hit a bunch of times to see how many they can get. Chris and I were sitting at a booth across from each other rolling silverware. He was trying to explain something called the home run derby, but I was only half listening. Friday night shifts always took it out of me, and I honestly didn't care at all about baseball. I nodded and gave some neutral response so he would continue talking. I wasn't paying attention, but it was a lot easier to get through these tedious closing duties with some background noise. Well, that and Chris was my only real friend at work, and I didn't want him to think I was totally ignoring him. You don't really watch sports, right? He asked casually. I took the opportunity to look up from the growing mound of silverware in front of me and take a deep breath. Not really. I watched some football when I was younger if it was on, but I've never been a huge sports fan. I answered, pulling out my bun and redoing it to get the fallen pieces of hair out of my face. Chris took the opportunity to begin talking about his many football-based opinions, and I zoned out again. I turned sideways in the booth to lean against the wall and kicked my aching feet up onto the seat. My phone lit up with an email notification and I saw the time was almost 11. Jesus Christ, I thought, looking down at the mountainous pile of loose silverware. We're going to be here all fucking night. Feeling my dreams of getting seven hours of sleep crumbling in front of me I sighed and looked up. Chris was still talking and waving his hands dramatically. I let my eyes drift over him, noticing the way his work shirt hugged his biceps and chest. I felt myself blush slightly and quickly busied myself with silverware again. I wondered how often he must go to the gym, and the thought of him working out, sweaty and shirtless, made me go completely red. I kept my head down and prayed he wasn't watching me too closely. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I pleaded with my imagination as the image of him doing push-ups flashed through my mind. I was only 19, and Chris was at least 25. Not to mention I had just broken up with my long-term boyfriend and had an unhealthy habit of rebounding with the first guy I could find. Not Chris. Not Chris. I pleaded with myself, but as his voice drifted back into my awareness, I found it harder to keep my attention off him. He had a close-cut beard that faded into his equally neat haircut. His eyes were almost as dark as his hair, but they reflected a glimmer of brown from the small restaurant's hanging lamps. His look was severe at first, but I had grown to appreciate it. He was probably six inches taller than me, a fact I had taken great advantage of to make him get boxes down from the supply shelves practically every shift. Ha, I knew you weren't listening to me. I snapped back to reality. Sorry, what? I stammered, trying to cover my ass. Liv, I've been speaking in Spanish for the last two minutes. Shit. I shook my head and got up from the booth. Damn Mexicans. I said, jokingly. Hey, that's a hate crime. Don't make me call the cops. He shot back. My heart was racing just looking at him, and I couldn't think of anything witty to say back so I stammered out the first excuse that came to mind. Sorry. I'm not feeling well. Do you mind closing alone? I think I should probably go. Oh, okay. He responded with a look of surprise and concern. You okay? Fine, sorry. I'll see you tomorrow. Without waiting for a response, I gathered up my tips, shoved them in my bag, and walked as fast as I could out of the building. The next day I tried to keep to myself and focus on my tables. I made small talk with my other co-workers, but tried my best to avoid Chris. Even still, I couldn't stop my mind from wandering to him. 
what he looked like under that shirt, what his lips would feel like, what his hands would feel like on my face, on my waist, on my. Liv, your order is up. Mary shouted at me across the bar. Shit. Focus, Liv. The rest of my shift flew by and my coworkers were cut one by one as the night came to a close. By nine it was just me and Chris again. I set my mind to closing duties and started flipping chairs up onto the tables. Hey, want your shift pint? Chris offered. Um, I'm 19. I won't tell. He smiled at me. I quickly turned to a table behind me to hide my reddening face. Hey, did I do something? Huh? I tried to sound oblivious, face still hidden. You've just been avoiding me all day. You didn't tell me to get out of your way or eat shit once. He laughed. We had a unique repartee. I didn't respond. Okay well, if I did something, I'm sorry. I finished putting up the chairs and started towards the kitchen to get the broom. As I neared the doors, though, Chris stepped in front of me. I was forced to look up at him and immediately felt a warmth fill my chest, as well as other places. Okay, fine. Don't tell me what I did. At least let me make it up to you. Come on. He persisted. I'll sweep the whole restaurant. I'll clean the bathrooms for a week. I'll give you a ride home. Please. I can't go another shift with only Mary to talk to. She has a new mole cluster and if I have to hear one more word about it, I'm going to quit. I would have laughed if my heart wasn't pounding so hard in my throat. Look, I know you don't want to walk all the way home in the dark, right? He took my silence as an answer. All right, that settles it. Finish closing up and we'll go. He brushed past me and I got a waft of his cologne and felt my knees go weak. Okay, live. One car ride. You can go one car ride without throwing yourself at him. I tried to convince myself as I swept. After all, he was right. It would be nice not to walk all the way back to my apartment. We finished up, shut off the lights, locked the doors, and started around the building toward the employee parking lot. As we walked, Chris pulled a box of cigarettes out of his pocket, shook one out, and offered it to me. I hadn't smoked since junior year of high school, but I figured it might help calm my nerves, so I took it. He pulled out one for himself, put it between his lips, and pulled out a lighter. We stopped as we reached his car. He leaned against the back and held the lighter to his cigarette. He pulled on it a few times as it lit, then took a full drag and blew the smoke up into the sky. He put the cig back between his lips and gestured me closer to him to light mine. I tentatively took a couple of steps until I was close enough for him to reach me. He flicked the lighter on and cupped his hand over it as he brought it closer to my face. I took a full breath and tried my best not to cough. I felt the warm nicotine buzz flow through me and fog my brain for a moment. I couldn't resist watching him as he smoked. It was so effortless, and the way the single streetlight lit his face made him look like a movie star. Fuck. Stop staring. He's going to see you. But for the moment his eyes were fixed on the sky. You know any constellations? He asked. Oh, um, no I don't think so. I think that's the Big Dipper, he said, pointing up to the stars. You see it? Come here. He grabbed my arm and pulled me next to him so I could see exactly where he was pointing. Uh, yeah, definitely. I stumbled. All of my attention was on his hand, which was still wrapped around my small arm. He must not have noticed, still transfixed on the sky above. However, his thumb began to absentmindedly move up and down, causing goosebumps to spread all the way up to my shoulder. I pulled as much as my lungs could hold from the cigarette in my lips. How do girls do that? Huh. I snapped back to reality to find that his eyes were not in fact on the sky, but on me. How do girls get a three-second bun to look so good? My heart skipped a beat. I self-consciously pushed a stray piece of hair behind my ear. I don't know. Witchcraft I guess. He chuckled, and for a moment I could have sworn I saw his eyes scan the rest of my body before landing back on my face. It was a split second, probably just a trick of the light. 
One more. He offered the pack of cigarettes to me again as he stomped the butt of his out in the gravel. I nodded and threw mine down next to his. This time, however, he took the cigarette out of the box and held it up to my lips himself. I hesitated for a moment, then looked up at him and took it. He held the lighter up to me again, but that damn piece of hair fell back in front of my face, dangerously close to the flame. He quickly pulled the lighter away, paused, then reached up and tucked the hair back behind my ear. His hand moved slowly, brushing my cheek gently as he did. I felt my breath hitch as he stopped with his hand practically cupping my face. We were staring into each other's eyes, hardly breathing. In one swift motion, his free hand took the cigarette out of my mouth and with the other pulled me towards him, our lips crashing together. My arms instinctively wrapped around him as our kiss deepened. My brain could hardly process what was happening. His tongue was inside my mouth, his hand tangled in the back of my hair. My nails dug into his muscular back as our bodies pressed together. I was in a state of complete ecstasy when he suddenly pulled away. A small moan of frustration escaped my lips. Wait, he said, I. I'm sorry, you're just so young. A look of concern was etched into his face. My whole body was throbbing with need, and at that moment I could not have cared less how old I was, or how old he was, for that matter. I shook my head and stared deep into his eyes. I don't care, it was all he needed to hear. Immediately he grabbed my waist and hoisted me up with little effort. I wrapped my legs around him, and he turned and pressed me up against his car as our lips collided again. I could feel his fingertips pressing into my hips, knowing I would find bruises there in the morning. His lips left mine to kiss and bite down my neck and then back up to my earlobe. He nibbled it gently and then whispered in my ear in a husky voice I had never heard from him before. God, you have no idea how long I've wanted you. With these words... He dug his fingers into me even harder and ground his hips into me. I could feel his hard length against my throbbing pussy. I moaned his name and pushed back against him. His right hand slid up my shirt, over my tits and he grazed my nipple through my unlined bra. I gasped in a breath of the warm summer air and arched my back. His hand slid under my bra and he began drawing small circles around my nipple with his thumb. I was moaning in earnest now, unable to restrain myself. I wanted to feel him inside of me. Wanted him to fuck me like he had in so many of my fantasies. He grabbed the bottom of my shirt and yanked it over my head, tossing it on the ground and leaving me in just my shorts and bra. His hand then found its way to my throat, closing firmly around it. You've wanted this too, haven't you? He growled in my ear. All I could do was not get on your knees. I followed his command without hesitation as he let me down. The gravel dug into my legs as I knelt on the ground, but I ignored it and watched intently as he undid his belt. He unzipped his jeans and pulled out his hard cock, already dripping with percum. My breath hitched again as I finally saw his full size. However, he gave me no time to stare. He grabbed me by the hair and forced half of his length into my mouth until I gagged. He pulled me back and then immediately thrust forward again, pulling my face down even farther until I could feel him in my throat. Tears filled my eyes as he began to thrust deeper and faster. Despite the pain, I could feel the heat between my legs increasing with each stroke. I looked up at him as his breathing turned into low, rumbling moans. With one final thrust, he pushed his entire length into my throat and then pulled completely out. I panted for air, and as I caught my breath he opened the back door of his car. He pulled me up, and then pushed me backward until I was laying down in the open back of his hatchback with only my feet hanging out. He climbed in on top of me, ripping off his shirt as he did. His muscular body was even better in real life than in my imagination. His bulging arms and chiseled body were accentuated even more by the shadows cast by the minimal lighting. He made short work of my remaining clothes, undoing my bra and sliding my shorts off. 
He hooked his fingers on the waistband of my panties and pulled them down, tossing them on top of our growing pile of clothes. His hands were all over my body, sliding up and down my legs, lightly pinching and twisting my nipples, tangled in my hair to pull my lips even harder into his. He was so much stronger than I had imagined, and I was suddenly aware of how naked and powerless I was. As though reading my mind, he suddenly grabbed both of my wrists and slammed them to the floor above my head with one hand. I pulled against his grip, but it was pointless. My clit was now throbbing and in desperate need of attention. I pushed my hips against him, but he roughly shoved them back down with his free hand. I groaned in frustration. The same hand began gently running up and down the inside of my thighs, getting closer and closer to my dripping cunt. At an agonizingly slow pace, he took one finger and ran it up to my slit, rushing over my clit for only a moment. He continued the same torment over and over at the same excruciating pace. Each time his rough finger flicked past my clit a stream of moan profanities escaped me. With no warning, he took his other hand off my wrists, grabbed my throat, and pushed two of his fingers deep inside of me. He curled them upward and I felt my eyes roll back into my head. Had he not been choking me, I would have been screaming in pleasure. He fingered me roughly, hand still firmly on my throat, tongue now teasing my nipples. His fingers slid in and out of me easily. I was so wet for him. I could feel myself getting closer and closer to coming. When, just as suddenly as he had started, he stopped and pulled his fingers out of me. I tried to catch my breath, but before I knew it his fingers were in my mouth. The taste of my own pussy covered my tongue as I began to instinctively suck on them. You want me inside you, don't you, Liv? I could only moan in response. The tip of his dick brushed against my pussy. He leaned in close and whispered in my ear. I'm going to fuck you until I break you. He pushed his thick cock into my cunt and began pounding me, hard. Every thrust filled me up until I didn't think I could take any more. I felt my walls contract with each orgasm he forced on me, never slowing down. He grabbed a fistful of my hair and pulled hard as he gave one deep thrust and pushed every inch of his cock into me. He held it there for a moment, watching me writhe as he filled me. Then I suddenly felt the emptiness as he pulled out of me. He flipped me over, using my arm and hair. He lifted my ass into the air and forced my head down onto the floor. He pushed himself inside me again. My moans were muffled by the floor as he penetrated me. He was thrusting even harder and deeper now, and his breathing was becoming more ragged. You little slut. You like my hard dick inside you, don't you? He gave my ass a hard slap and I yelped in pain. Yes, yes, fuck yes, were the only words I could get out. His thrusts were becoming faster and his grip on me tightened. My legs were shaking, another orgasm building inside me. Fuck, Chris, I, I'm gonna come. His fingers found my clit and he rubbed circles over it, fucking me even harder. I screamed as my orgasm flooded my body. Every muscle tensed and wave after wave of pleasure surged through me. He gave one final thrust and pulled out, moaning and shooting hot cum all over my ass. We collapsed down next to each other, trying to catch our breath. He spoke first. Holy shit. It was a while before either of us moved. Eventually, he got up, pulled his jeans on, and pulled out a box of tissues. He cleaned me up slowly, then grabbed an oversized hoodie from the passenger seat and pulled it over my naked body. He collected my clothes and put them carefully into my bag. We better get you home. I nodded at him and climbed into the passenger seat. I must have drifted off on the ride back, because before I knew it he was kissing my forehead and whispering, Hey, we're here. I rubbed the sleep out of my eyes and he pulled me into a soft kiss. A few minutes later I begrudgingly climbed out of the car. After I closed the door, he rolled down the window and called after me, Hey, I'll see you tomorrow. He smiled and drove away.